Hey everyone, welcome to Disneyland, where the possibilities of conversations are endless. I am your host, Scotty Dizza, and today we are going to be talking about a subject that I'm sure um, a lot of people can relate to. Um, it affects women. It's March, is Women's History Month, um, and it's inspired by the conversation that Kenya from the Real Housewives of Atlanta was having with her therapist and it brought a lot of um, clarity for me. Hopefully when she sees this back, she gets some breakthroughs and we will see, well, the proof would be in the reunion, but that's neither here nor there. That's not what we're talking about today. What we're going to be talking about today is about red flags. Okay, we've been in relationships. Um, the word toxic is floating around like I don't know stuff like pollen. I guess it's, I haven't seen any pollen lately, but yes, the word toxic and people being toxic and people being in toxic relationships that's come to the forefront of our vocabulary and of consciousness in these last couple of years or whatever the case and that's all cool um but yeah we're gonna talk about it and dig into that a little bit more welcome back welcome back um so yeah this topic is a little bit heavier I don't know what type of music I'm going to add to the background. You'll see in the post. But Kenya um, is a cast member on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She is not the, you know, nicest person on the show. And I don't say that to judge her in any way. But in the, just the character that she portrays on TV and in some of the revelations that she was sharing it shows like there's a lot of things that has come out that has provided clarity for me and the thing is for her is this sense of victimhood she goes into a space of being the victim all of the time and i understand like she doesn't have or yeah she doesn't have a relationship with her mom she doesn't have a lot of relationships with her family period she has a really good relationship with her dad um but some of you may know that she's been in a rocky relationship with her husband and has had turbulent relationships with the women on the show some of them anyway and she's the type of person to have like um, well, the way that she has worked or in this season in particular is that if you're not with her, then you're against her. And if you're against her, then any sense of criticism towards her is an attack. And um, she's going through a divorce, possibly, or a separation, an ugly situation with her husband. And... I'm not going to say that this is karma for her, but there's a lot of reciprocity coming back <laughs> to her and it's not all good. And he said it 
Like he's not for the glitter. He's not for this and he's not for that. But I think, I don't think that she was aware that of who she was. Um, and let me just stop there. When you're in a relationship with somebody, it is important or when you, as an adult, I'm going to just start there. As an adult, as a woman in particular, it is important that you love yourself from the inside out. You love yourself from the inside out, not from the outside in. If you try to find love in things and try to fulfill you in things that are happening externally, you're always going to be on the search for those things. But if you are able to love yourself from the inside out, starting with oneself first and then allowing other people to love you, then you will be loved as long as you live, regardless of who's around, regardless of what's around. Women who are rejected at at an early age seek that approval later on in life. And in Kenya's case, she's elevated to the point where she's at a place of power where she could make the rules of approval. I guess she could she could say what's like what she approves and what she doesn't approve. But it's in other things, which is why she's, you know, try to be friends with Toya and want to manipulate her into thinking that she has a crush on her so she emotionally has an obligation to her because she's never had anybody who had an emotional obligation to her which is why she wanted children so that she could have an emotional obligation to something but that baby comes with a man so she has to find the right man she let us know that she was engaged numerous of times why why did she not marry those men because she was flexing her position of power to reject people. And so that when she got into arguments with other women, she could say, well, I know this about your man because your man was in my inbox. Your man actually proposed to me. He dated me first, this, this, and that. And now she's angry with these women. She was a 15-year-old girl in a relationship with a 26-year-old man. You don't have to tell me that that was an abusive relationship. Yeah. A man is in a relationship, in a sexual relationship with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was an abusive relationship. You know, and it's just really weird. I um. She also says some. she said that she, I'm going to take that back. She ends up saying that her dad is a little rough around the edges and she didn't bring Mark around her dad because she didn't think one would like the other. I can't remember which from verbatim, but the idea of her describing her dad as rough around the edges and thinking about the time when Mark was at the table talking about how Kenya likes everything shiny. It's interesting to me. She likes the glitter. She likes the glam. But she never introduced her husband to her father because she thought that one wouldn't like the other. 
that in itself is her trying to get the approval. She's still seeking approval from somebody, either both of them. The man that she's been with all of her life and the man that she's planning on spending the rest of her life with, ideally in a marriage, you know, they don't meet each other. And I'm sure like there are people who run off and get eloped and all of this other stuff. And that's all cool for your relationship, but it's put in for tradition or precaution because of situations like this, where he's mentally manipulating her, telling her that he has a playlist for her on one day and then filing for divorce the next day because he's upset about a custody thing. That type of petty doesn't sit well in love. I have an issue with the word petty as an adult. Like the overuse of the word petty as an adult. Like as adults, we shouldn't be participating in petty behavior. Petty behavior happens on low frequencies. I'm not judging, but let's... I would rather be strategic than petty because petty comes with emotions where um, strategy comes with a goal. I'm not just trying to piss you off. I'm trying to get somewhere and I'm not just going to do it or do something to jeopardize where I'm going because you made me upset. Like I'm past that point. Um, That's a gem for somebody. (laughs) It came out of nowhere. I'm going to tell you all this story, why it's important to have a village of people for you. Um, A few years ago, I was at this after party and I pride myself on being discreet. Apparently, this particular night, I was not. Um, I had exchanged phone numbers with this dude and never heard from him again. And I was talking to my homegirl and I was telling her about this situation or whatever, how fine he was, how good his skin was, how interesting his name was. And um, I'm the type of person that if you cross my mind, I'm going to call you. I'm going to text you. I'm going to reach out some way. You know, if you if you touch my mind in a profound way, I'm sitting here talking about him. I have his phone number in my phone. I'm not too much of a gossipy type person. So I'm thinking about him. Let me see what's up. So I call him and he answers. And I'm like, hey. He's like, hey. I'm like, do you know who this is? He's like, "Um, not really. And I'm like, that's annoying. But then at the same time, like. We don't really know each other like that. And I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. So, I mean, on the phone after that night. And, um, yeah, I was basically saying, like, what the hell happened to you? Like, I didn't get a chance to talk to you since the night. And he goes, somebody told me that if I wasn't going to take you seriously, then I should just back off. And I was so thrown off. At first, I had never heard anybody say that to me. 
because I pride myself on being discreet. So if somebody saw me, if somebody saw me talking to you and told you basically to back off, that means I wasn't as discreet as I was and you backed off, which means what exactly? I didn't take like I didn't take all of it into consideration. The first thing that came into my mind was who? Who? Who told you? Who told you and why they didn't tell me? Obviously, like those would be my questions. Like who and why they didn't speak to me? Why did they talk it to you? If they could tell you not to talk to me, if they cared that much, why did they speak to me? And so I was upset about it. And I was able to get over the situation, but I wasn't able to learn the lesson because I was in my feelings about it. A couple of years later, I'm in a a similar situation. I have a great night with a guy. We exchange phone numbers and I don't ever hear from him again. And then the next thing I know, I'm talking about them with somebody and I give them a call. Hey, Remember that wonderful night that we had? Like, what happened? Like, I thought we had something. And um, had I known that that phone call was, well, that particular time, the second time where I was, where I had a second night, I had another night and I called them and that phone call ended with a date, a date in a couple of minutes. And I was not prepared at all. Okay. Um, So I had to rush home. My phone died in the midst of it. And that chaos was the beginning and the name of that relationship. Had I known that that phone call and that date to the movies and the date to the beach and all of those other places would have led to a year of some bullshit I would have not picked up that phone I would have not picked up that phone and made that call this man in particular was 12 years older than me and that man was like Kenya didn't get to meet my father and my father without even knowing him didn't like him and I'm saying that to say that regardless of how old you are, regardless of how old you are, if your village don't fuck with him, you shouldn't fuck with him or them. If your village doesn't approve, there's something wrong for the most part. If your village is a village of people who are sane, who care about you, who have a particular code um yeah pay attention those that relationship did not um well it ended well well enough that I was able to get out of live and I'm not completely messed up in the brain but it's important ladies that we learn our lessons that we learn our lessons particularly in relationships pertaining to safety and not just sexual safety that goes into physical safety but emotional and mental safety I could admit that I was in an abusive relationship I was 
never smacked around, never had a broken rib, never was physically hurt. Because I think that person probably knew that if I did end up becoming physically hurt, that somebody was going to come after their ass. But it was emotional for me. Not even mental for the most part, because it was the emotion and the mental that was in conflict with each other. Spiritually, I was numb, lost, looking for something. My father, a field trip. That's what I was looking for, a field trip. And I went on plenty of field trips. And some of them were way more fun than others. But once I learned to love myself from the inside out, once I was able to provide the things that I needed to be happy on the inside and on the outside. Like, for instance, ladies, if you like flowers, don't hold your breath for a man to buy you flowers to have flowers. Don't wait for Valentine's Day and be upset that you didn't get no flowers because you was banking on getting flowers this one day. Buy yourself some flowers. Shit, they could be carnations for five dollars. You want Birkin bags? You want flowers? Get your ass some flowers. Get your own self some flowers. You like those shoes? Buy yourself the shoes first. Because let me tell you something. Any man that's willing to stay in your life for a long period of time wants to know that you're not a bill. If you could take care of yourself, that's the least. That's the least you can do. Jeez. Okay, you can suck a good dick, but can you take care of the house? Can you make sure that the dishes are actually clean adequately? You know? The gem in this is to learn the lessons. Learn your lessons, pay attention, be present. That's the first thing. You can't learn a lesson if you're not present. Kenya is constantly in situations because she's not aware of what's actually happening. Like, sis, what? You've been fighting with this man all along. You are on your way to send him some custody papers. What did you think? What did you think? You're manipulating people. You're manipulating Toya, letting her know that you have a crush on her. Maybe you do have a crush on her, but the fact that you want to tie that in as to why she shouldn't be speaking against you or holding you accountable, because that's what she was doing, was holding you accountable, that's, that's mentally, um, well, letting her know that you have a crush on her is emotional manipulation. If you don't, in fact, have a crush on her, if you've never had a crush on her, and that's just basic. You know, you got to be careful with people who are willing to just throw things that you like in your face. Okay, everything that glitters ain't gold. I didn't make that up, but the, the it's real. Y'all better open your eyes, all of them. <laughs>